Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, and basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but our other shows like The Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? You know, I was really good until you told me that you did not listen to our previous episode just because you weren't on it, you petty bitch. Okay, I didn't say I didn't listen to it because I wasn't on it. I said I don't listen to the podcast at all because... If I'm on it, I don't need to listen to what I said already. Well, it's funny because you weren't on it and you didn't listen to it. I downloaded it. Okay, thank God. (laughs) There we are. Well, actually, fun fact, it is statistically proven that people will download more but listen less during the holidays just because it is a wild time. I don't know. How are the holidays going for you so far? They're going good. They're going good? A little hectic and everything, but just like everyone else, Mm. it's a hectic time for most people. Yeah, before we started recording, we were talking about what we got our our wives for Christmas. And I'm not going to say it because this is going to be the one time she listens to the episode. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's what he got me for Christmas? No, 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 no. Nice try. Nice try. Haha, <laughs> 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 gotcha. If you're listening, producer Melanie, haha, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. But anyway, so gotcha. we are... Nothing. <laughs> With inflation? Probably. That is a solid bet. Yeah, right? I was watching... Do you watch Young Rock? Yes. They, they had the episode where, uh, I guess, Dwayne Johnson every year makes a coconut with googly eyes for his mom for Christmas. I yeah. was like, I looked at my wife. I was like, would you like? She's like, no, <laughs> I would not. Dang it. Good luck finding a coconut. I would have found a fake one. Amazon's awesome. That's true. Like yeah. literally <laughs> anything at this point. So we are continuing our philosophical series, which has been quite a whirlwind. We've had a lot of ups and downs with this one. A lot of interesting questions. Huge download numbers for our, for the start of the series. So thank yeah. you guys. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. And we hope you stick with it because every day really is a new adventure with our show. Amen. And we're, we're working on some stuff for the new year. We're working on interviews again. We're working on topics. We're working on new content, old content, different content. Content, content. Not safe for work content? <laughs> No, I guess. I maybe. Mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, this is our bad word podcast. This is yeah, one right. where we say bad words sometimes. Very, <laughs> very risque. Very risque, <laughs> which I thought was just risky with a, like a little accent. little accent. Yeah. But anyway, so we have another series of questions, probably about 20-ish questions again. We're going to go you know, until we get tired or until <laughs> our brains start to hurt. Yeah, right. We want to thank Brendan for jumping in last week because that was yes. a lot of fun to have Brendan on. Because <laughs> Brendan's like one of the most morally good people you'll ever meet. Like he does not curse. Yeah. It is wild. And it's funny when you hear some of his cursing substitutes because yeah. <laughs> did he just say Fraggle Rock? No. <laughs> but uh, I use that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, that was from Fired Up. That was yeah. one of our favorite bad movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Good bad movies. Good bad movie. All right. So this part of the series, we are tackling some topics involving morals and ethics. Now, again, full disclaimer, these are just our opinions. These are the way that we think. If you guys agree with it, awesome. Let us know. If you guys don't agree with it, that's cool too. We're always open to debate and discussion as long as it is kept civil and as long as nobody gets fired up and yells and, you know, starts trying to like prove everybody wrong or have a conversation. Conversations are fun. Exactly. And don't have any of these conversations while you're at dinner with your family, I guess. Yeah, that too. Or while drinking. What are the three things that they say you should never talk about at dinner? It's uh, politics, religion, Religion. and ex-girlfriends. Yes. Yes. Oh my (laughs) God. Oh, but anyway, so Ronnie, are you ready for the first question? 
Oh, you betcha. Are are you sure? I sure hope so. <laughs> sure hope so. <laughs> is morality relative or absolute? Ooh. Ooh, yeah, you weren't ready. I was not ready. You were not ready. Shit. Yeah. I, see, I don't. Mm. I already, I already know what you're gonna answer. I already know how you're gonna. I don't think it's absolute. Okay. I think because everyone has different morals. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it, so I, I think it, it can't be absolute if you have different morals in life, and you know, you you have different types of morals too, you know, like religious morals, you know, it's different for all religions and everything. You know, I think some of your basic morals obviously are like absolute, like, you know, like being good and like doing good things. And I mean, things. Santa's watching. So exactly. That's how they hear, yeah. I mean, he's coming in, in a, what? Less than a week. Oh man. Or a week. I don't even know what day or time it is. I really hope Amazon prime <laughs> is on fire this week. Don't worry, it is. All my stuff is coming around the nineteenth and twentieth. So. Thank God. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't think morality is absolute. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's both. Yeah. I'm gonna give the cop out answer. Yeah. The reason I say it's both is there are some things that are absolutely morally correct, right? Yeah. You know, being good. You know, treating people with respect. All those things. There are some things though that your morality is is. You know, it's based on how you live and where you live and what you do. Like, you know, not to bring religion into it, but there are plenty of things in one religion that are morally okay, but then in others they're not. But like, how do I tell somebody that their religion is wrong? Yeah. So for me, I think that there is a a balance between the two. There are some things that are absolutely morally like, like you shouldn't hurt people. Like you literally should not hurt people. I, I, or like look both ways before you cross the street. Like things that you have to explain to children, like don't hit, don't hurt, like those sorts of things, those are absolute forms of morality. But, you know, otherwise, I think there's a lot of relative nature to it. Like, you know, the way that I was raised was different than the way you were raised. But like, there are some things that just everybody does. Like, you know, when somebody sneezes, we all say, bless you, even if you're not religious. What was it? Dane Cook did the the joke about the atheist yeah, (laughs) and goes into a whole tirade about it. But like there are certain things like holding the door for people, you know, some things are just so morally ingrained in our culture and our society, especially, you know, for those of you guys who are listening around the world, we we are in New York. So we're in America. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes our beliefs about morality are very different, just like how other countries see it very differently. But uh, all right. So the next one, where do your morals come from? I think first and foremost, it's your upbringing. Yeah. But also, like, I've interacted with a lot of people and a lot of, especially kids, who come from terrible homes. Like, the worst homes you could possibly imagine. And they're the nicest kids. Yeah. Um, like, they'll, they'll always be polite and respectful and this and that. So, it's weird. I do think that everybody has a moral compass. Mm-hmm. But there's a big factor in your upbringing and how you're raised and the environment you're raised in and the way that you're taught that I think is a very important part in where your morals actually start to come from and how they develop. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you start learning about your morals, you know, through your family, obviously, because you're around them all the time. You know, they're the ones that instill in you the good morals and everything. And then I think as you grow up, it's the people that you surround yourself with, you know, you surround yourself with like-minded people, you're going to be like that, you know? So I, I think it's at first family and then it moves into who you surround yourself with, you know? And then, I mean, a little bit comes from, you know, knowledge through, you know, media or through reading, different things like that. So it, it, and your morals change too, mm-hmm. you know, because you know your family might have certain morals, but then as you get older, you realize 
you know what? Maybe I don't really believe in those morals. You know, maybe, you know, I more align myself with this, and you know, this set of, you know, rules and morals better, you know, suits me. So, you know, I think it, it changes as you grow up. Yeah. I mean, look at, we're, we're those millennial Gen X, like we're right in the, in the cusp in the, of both yeah. of them. We're, we're like the late millennials. Like, yeah, we know how to use technology. We can also probably read a map if we're really pushed to it. Yeah. But for us, like we look at our, you know, our elders where we came from and things were very different. Like, yeah. and people, people le- learn and grow and change, but you know, it's, you hear a lot of things from especially like the older generation. You're like, oh, you can't you can't say that anymore. Yeah, and not because of any sort of cancel culture, but also it's just a more understanding type of mentality. Yeah. I mean, even even Ronnie, who is abrasive and rude <laughs> most of the time, there are certain things that you know he's changed over the years too. Like his beliefs, yeah. my beliefs, we've all changed. So I do think morals, and that goes back to that first question: Are they absolute? I do think that they they. Some things are, but for the most part, they are constantly yeah. changing. The way you see the world is constantly changing. Yeah, the, the common ones, you know, being nice to others, showing respect, you know, th- things like that, that are just human nature. Cover your mouth when you cough. Yeah. It's flu season. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Swear to God, if I get sick, I'm going to throw hands. If somebody makes yeah. me sick, I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> I don't care if it's a baby. All right? Do it. Do it. I will. Just like, what was I that will. movie with what, the campaign? Yeah. <laughs> Is anybody worried about my hand when it hit yeah. that iron jaw, baby? <laughs> but anyway, oh, the, this one's going funny. off the rails quick. Oh, yeah. Is it possible to make moral judgments without religion? Now, let's let's throw the caveat out there first. Yeah. So I was raised religious. I don't know, Roddy, if you were. No. But now you have moved more towards that side. Yeah. And I have moved further away. Like I, I follow pagan pages on on Facebook at this point because <laughs> I'm I'm trying to explore my Viking heritage. But yeah. I'll, I'll go first. I think moral judgments can definitely be made without. It's my own personal belief that that religion was also created as a way to control people to you know organize religion, not per se like actual yeah. religion. Because if you're a religious person and you have faith in something, awesome. Do you? I mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. It's just not for me, yeah. right? I don't like organized religion. It's not really my cup of tea. But I'll never disparage anyone who believes in a higher power or higher mm-hmm. authority because, in all honesty, who am I to say that something does or doesn't exist? I'm not a scientist. I'm not all-knowing. <laughs> Ronnie says he's all-knowing, but... I am. You are not. Oh. But anyway. Oh, Shit. I, I, I didn't know you were going to say that. <laughs> exactly. But for me, like, I, I never had religion as my reason for doing something moral mm-hmm. or immoral. And I never had it as, like, the... I did this bad thing. Now I have to go, you know, I never, I wasn't raised Catholic. I didn't do confession and stuff like that. So for me, I think moral judgments can definitely be made without religion. But if if it helps and it helps you create a better moral identity, do you, I don't care. Like have fun. Enjoy. I I, I agree with that too. You know, I think maybe some of your morals can be kind of tied back to religion, but I don't think you're doing it because of your religion right now obviously different religions have different morals so then those morals obviously have something to do with you know being tied to religion and stuff like that so i mean overall though i would say it has nothing to do with your religious belief or anything like that you're just doing it because that's what you were told you know i know growing up like the morals my father instilled in me that I still have, he didn't learn them from religion because he wasn't really religious growing up right. either. 
you know, neither were, you know, my grandparents or his parents. So that has really nothing to do with religion. Maybe it was learned and passed down through generations because of religion. But at this point, I think most people morals can get tied back to religion, but you're not basing it off of religion. Right. I agree. Let's see. Is killing justified under certain conditions? Yes. That was really quick. <laughs> I don't care how quick it was. I think it is. Why do you have a sword? <laughs> but anyway, ah. so obviously killing and not killing is one of the oldest human debates all the way back in the Bible, Cain and Abel, you know, throughout human history. I think that there are times where, yes, it is completely justified. If somebody is going to hurt somebody, especially somebody that I care about, somebody that I love, mm-hmm. like going to hurt, harm, you know, anything along those lines, I have no problem having to take whatever means I can. Yeah. And maybe it's a, a masculine toxic thing, but... I think that masculinity is something that the world still needs. Yes. We were watching that show White Lotus last night. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, no. They go, two of the characters like kind of have a discussion. It's like an old school Italian family, but like the son's like new school. Like he went to Stanford and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So he has a a different worldview than them. And like they're trying to say like the world still needs some of that masculinity. And it's like so downplayed now. I think to a point, you know, there's, there's a balance you know, I don't need to be, you know, like the frat boy bro, like, yeah. you know, disparaging people the and disres- macho. You know, disrespecting people and stuff yeah. like that. But I think there's something to be said about an assertive, aggressive, but respectful male. Mm-hmm. And I think that killing and, and using violence when necessary is a part of that. And I think that it's something that we're missing in our world nowadays. Yeah. So for me, I think it can be justified under the under certain conditions, yes. Yeah. No, definitely. I think certain people don't deserve to live. You know, like, you know, you have like a mass murderer or a serial killer. Those people don't deserve to live. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, obviously I'm not just talking about I'm going to go around and just kill whoever I want. That, no. No, no. But, you know, if you've done something heinous, you deserve, you know, I, I think you deserve to die. And, you know, so I think, you know, under certain circumstances, yeah, killing Obviously, killing needs to happen under certain circumstances. I mean, when you go to war, people are dying, you know, as long as you're doing a war for a good reason, mm-hmm. you know. But so, yeah, I have no problem with people being killed under, you know, certain circumstances. All right. What makes something immoral? That's a tough one. <sighs> It's so it's so hard to like quantify and put into words. Yeah. Because normally I just say I feel it in my jellies. Yeah, right. Like you just feel it. You feel that that <laughs> pit in your, your bones. Feel it that pit in your stomach. Yeah. Like there are certain things that you can always say are immoral. Yeah. Like you know, especially when it comes to common courtesy and respect and and stuff like that, and you know, human practice. But unfortunately, like as you get old, it's so much easier when you're little. Like yeah. this is good. This is bad. That's it. Yeah. Now, as you get older, you realize that you there are so many the gray areas. Oh my God, so many different yeah. shades, and it's hard sometimes. Like sometimes you have to do something that isn't moral, yeah. and you have to do it for you know you got to get your hands a little dirty. Yep. And sometimes it's for the betterment of everyone. Sometimes it's for the benefit of of you, and you know yeah. you have to be able. To, it, for me, it's what can I, what can I do that I still fall asleep at night? Yeah. That that's how I define something as immoral. If I'm not sleeping. I did something wrong, mm-hmm. and there are plenty of times that I've lost sleep. There are plenty of times where, you know, and sometimes you do something immoral, and you don't even realize it at the time. You don't think yeah. about how it's going to affect other people, especially, you know, Ronnie and I are most are recently married, not to each yeah. other, because I keep saying that, yeah. but which is fine, because we don't care about that sort of thing, no. but um, 
you know, you find out as you get married, especially when you, or even just in a regular long-term relationship, how the things that you did maybe don't affect your partner in the same way they affect you. And it makes you think like, there are plenty of things that I probably did and still probably do that my wife, no, (laughs) that my wife, you know, that she doesn't like that. She, you know, she's, she's the first one to call me out in a, in a good way. Like, you know, you don't think like about thinking about how other people react to the things that I do say or how I say them, especially when it comes to doing all this podcast stuff, like how I talk to people, how I interact on social media with people. She's the first one to be like, Hey, I don't want people to misinterpret this or I don't want, like, you should probably try this. So it, you learn as you grow. And unfortunately, like, it's so hard to put into words. What, what is good? And you know, what is, what is moral and immoral? Cause the next question is going to be even worse. So I'll let you go. So I think again, you know, to, Let's tie it back to religion, right? So you got polygamy, which some religions, that's immoral to have more than one spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, within some religions, that's okay. You know, so like there's certain things that just based off of your belief system are immoral to you that other people may do. Now, as far as you doing immoral things, I think, you know, basically it's doing something immoral is something that only benefits you and it hurts other people. Right. You know, I, I think you should be doing things that obviously benefit yourself, but at the same time, it doesn't hurt other people, you know, especially the ones you care about, the people that you love. You should be doing stuff that, you know, will help them or just won't bother them or anything. So I think, like you said, things that make you kind of not sleep at night, maybe you shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. you know, so... So then the next question, how do you define good and I'll, I'll go. So I always say that good is good is how you feel. Evil yeah. is how you act. Yeah. Like evil is always an act. There's nothing wrong with having bad thoughts. Yeah. Everybody has it. There's a, there's a phrase, it's called looking into the abyss. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you're driving and you go over a bridge and you look over and you're like, man, imagine if I just drove over this bridge. Like, yeah, it's that thought just, that everybody has hard right right now. And it's that fleeting thought that you're like, but I'm not going to do that. That's yeah. silly. But it's, it just gets into your head. I always say that evil evil exists everywhere. And it, you know, mm-hmm. depending on your religion, it's it's more about temptation and how you and I always yeah. say that good is how you feel though most of the time. And then mm-hmm. good you can act good and you yeah. can be good and you can do good things. For me, evil is that voice, that voice telling you to do the thing that your your morals tell you not to do. Yeah. But true evil is acting on it. Mm-hmm. True evil is, you know, there again, there's nothing wrong with having bad thoughts. And if you're having bad thoughts, talk to someone. Like, yeah. I have no problem. I love therapy. I think therapy is one of the most important things, and I highly recommend it. And I think anybody who's dealing with certain things should talk to someone. Yeah. You know, for me, like, I, it's hard to define, though, what is I, I think I do good. I think I'm a good person. I like yeah. to like I like to wake up in the morning and be like, I'm gonna do good things. But there are plenty of times where I'm like, I don't wanna do anything. I don't yeah. wanna help people, <laughs> I don't wanna interact with people, I don't wanna do anything. Yeah. But I like to say at the end of the day, I do at least a little good somewhere. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think evil can only be done, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, you, you can have bad thoughts or evil thoughts, right? Like I'm sure everyone at one point was like I want to kill that person. Oh yeah, but you didn't. Or as far as I as, far as, as, far as I know, you know, you you didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like you. So it's okay to think those thoughts, evil thoughts. It's just when you act on them is where evil comes in. You know, I think when you think those thoughts and you don't do them, that's obviously showing goodness in your heart. You know, so 
like you said, good can be thought and done. Evil is more of the action of, you know, doing something bad. But to define good and evil, that, that's tough because in your head you're thinking, all right, it's evil to kill someone. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, if you go back to is killing necessary, sometimes it is. So, at, you know, it's still an it's tough, evil yeah. act, but you're doing it for good. You're doing it for the betterment of people. Uh, but what do they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions? Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Like, they're, they're, no matter what, not everybody's going to agree on it. No. And and that's fine. Like I said, if you guys are listening and you're anything we say you don't agree with, send us a message. Like, seriously, send us a message. Yeah. Send us an email, misfitfaction at gmail.com. And let us know your thoughts. Like in all, And we'll read them next week. If anybody yep. sends us thoughts, we'll read them in the next episode. Because in all honesty... We want to have discussions, and the, the whole point of this show is to create topics and to create that conversation. Yeah. And as long as you, as long as we're all respectful about it, and like literally, we'll read it and we'll say our thoughts, and they will be nothing but respectful to it, even if they don't yeah. agree with us. Like if you email us or message us and say you're wrong, d- tell us why at least. Yeah. Like <laughs> give us because I love thinking. I love give seeing me, things. Give me some information. Give me some data. Give me some stuff. Give me, yeah. give, me give me a little something. A little something something. If you can't back it up, then don't say it. Yeah. And you know, so I joined like a Viking tattoo group on Facebook because yeah. I, I want to get new tattoos. And I was like, you know what? Let's get something that for my heritage. And all people do, like people will post a picture of like their ta- their quote unquote Viking tattoo and people just rip them apart. Yeah. Like, well, actually, according to this, like, bro, like why, <laughs> why is everybody so confrontational? Yeah. Especially on, on social media and all that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. remember when it was just pictures of cats? Yeah, right. Just pictures of cats. I didn't even like cats at the time. And I was like, oh, look at that cat. Or remember the days when all you had to do was go on someone's profile and you jammed out for about 30 minutes listening to their music on their MySpace we account? We were just talking about this. It was, <laughs> really? there there's nothing better than turning on MySpace and like faint by Lincoln Park and like the most yep. grainy quality would just play uh, like stuff like that. Those were simpler times. But yeah, even man. even MySpace had that, that, you know, the top eight drama. Yeah. Who's on your top eight? Yeah. Then they changed it so you could do like top four, top 16, whatever yeah. it was. Well, remember when Facebook tried to add the dislike option for statuses? Yeah. Where you could say dislike and that went away quick. It went away quick, but now they came back where you can send an angry face. Yeah. So came back i think i might just uh, for everything you post just put an angry face and just let the world wonder why <laughs> why but, is he so mad why is he so mad <laughs> all right n- next question why do most people think that lying is bad so i think one of the questions we we had was about lying and about the necessity of it and mm-hmm. i still say that lying well as long as it's not hurting that other person yeah it's not always a bad thing and i do understand that people as kids were taught don't lie yeah. As adults, though, we learn about white lies, and we learn about you know Especially the lies of. Especially if you're a husband and your wife asks you, "Do I look fat?" In oh this? my god, no, no, <laughs> oh, so scary. You watch the Holderness family? No, they're 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 really funny, but he does like song parodies, and yeah. one of them, his wife asks him if her butt looks big, and he's like, "Uh, I don't, uh, I gotta go." Yes, in a good way. Yeah, there's no way, there's no right way to answer no. some of these, but or it's like even like getting gifts and stuff like that, like. You know, what did you get me for Christmas? Nothing. I love that game. That's yeah. my favorite game. <laughs> or, you know, I got you something small, but don't worry about it. It's yeah. been like 300 bucks. Yeah, right. But. Something. <laughs> yeah, I just got you a little something. You know, surprises are always fun, and surprising involves a certain amount of lying and deception. Yeah. Like surprise parties. The whole point of a surprise party is you have to lie to that person. Yeah. So I understand, like, lying is. White lies. N- lying every day to everybody is a bad thing. You yeah. shouldn't be doing that. Like, yeah. if, if that's. I have a 
a kid that I interacted with and he was a pathological liar. Mm -hmm. Like it was wild. The things that he lied about all the time, even when you caught him red handed, he would rescind that part of the lie and then start the a new web. Like, I don't know how people could keep track of it, but yeah. that's just how his brain worked. Yep. He had, it was a pure defensive psychological thing where he could not stop himself. Yeah. And he just kept going and going and going and going. No matter how deep he was digging himself, yeah. he's suddenly down at the bottom. So I think for, for lying, there is a certain point where you shouldn't be lying. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's not hurting anyone and as long yeah. as it's, you know, especially for the right reasons, like fun reasons, especially, Oh yeah. you know, I don't have kids yet. Ronnie, you know, has a, you know, a stepdaughter and now on the way, lucky yeah. him, but you know, Santa Claus, yeah. parents lie to their kids about Santa Claus. Like, but there's something so magical about it. There's oh, something yeah. so magical about being a kid. And also, especially for kids, you lie to protect them. Yeah. I, I think when it comes to lying, when you're lying to be deceitful, mm-hmm. Uh, that that's not a good lie. And I'm not, I, I know we talked about being, you know, like a surprise party or whatever. You're being deceitful when you're lying about that. But still, like, like I'm sure most people know what I mean by being deceitful, you know, like when you're trying to like hide something negative that you've done or you mm-hmm. want to do, you know, that, that obviously isn't a good lie to be telling, but those little white lies about, you know, oh, yeah, there is a Santa Claus and Easter Bunny. You know, all those things that you tell your kids. I hope no seven-year-olds you know. are listening to our podcast. <laughs> they better not be. Mm. How old were um, you when, when you found out the truth about old St. Nick? That's a great question. I honestly don't remember. Seven. I remember. I was going to say, I think I was no older than probably ten. Yeah. I, I would say. Like I, I, I feel like around that, like... 7 to 10, maybe 11 is where you kind of figure out that he's not real, you know? So sad. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, again, there's something so magic. Like, it's funny because we're talking about, you know, it's the holiday season this time of the year. Yeah. And it's funny. As you get older, like, that magic starts to slowly disappear. and And, you know, you wonder, like, you know, was it ever real? I think that magic's totally real. And I think there's something just so powerful. Like, and again, I'm not a religious person. I don't celebrate Christmas because, you know, it's the celebration of Jesus and all that stuff. It's really all pagan traditions that were co-opted. Yep, the tree. Yeah. The The tree. Even the wood, like the wood nymphs. The wood nymphs, the Yule log. Yeah. Like all that stuff. And I just enjoy the, the, the feeling that you have. And I I still think it's real. I I agree. I, for me too, because I'm not a big Christmas person, but, the reason why I like Christmas is just to be around family and friends. Mm-hmm. And then obviously having a stepdaughter and by next Christmas, I'll have another daughter, you know? So I think it's just that magic kind of comes alive. Like you said, like the magic kind of goes away. I think it goes away as you get older. And then once you have kids, it kind of comes back. Cause now you're doing those traditions that you did when you were a kid, you're now doing with your kids and everything like that. So, you know, I think the magic, comes back to you just differently stuff, yeah but. all right next one should all actions have equal consequences no 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 i'm not gonna treat this like if somebody steals a piece of gum from me i'm not gonna treat them the same way as if they like cut off my hands yeah like that that's a very old school like the hammerat like eye for an eye type mentality yeah for me i think i think being fair is always more important than mm-hmm. punishment you know it's yeah. like when you discipline your kids, they do something wrong that's like something silly. Like, 
Oh, I took an extra cookie. Well, you're in timeout for the next six hours. What? Yeah, right? Like, excessive. Yeah, no. It, things need to have an equal, you know, like, an, an equal result or action done to it. You know, like, like you said, you, you steal a piece of gum, I'm not going to cut your finger off or cut your tongue out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to steal a piece of gum back. I'm just going you know, to give me the gum. Yeah. Just give me a piece you, of gum back. You know back. what I mean? Like, like something like that. Like, it, it needs to be equal in a way, you know. So, you know, and it could even go with further things. I know eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind. But at the same time, you kill someone, you should die too, mm. you know. So, I, in a way, I kind of agree with the whole eye for an eye statement. But again, it's an eye for an eye. It's not like... Oh, you beat me up, so now you die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's got to be you beat me up. All right, now let me kick the shit out of you, or I'm gonna get someone to kick the shit out of you, or you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna hire this guy <laughs> to beat you up. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's again. I think it should always be weighed and should always be something yeah. just. All right. Does every human life count equally? Oh, this is a tough one. We're gonna be very careful with this one though, because so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll start this. Oh boy. Yes and no. I think until until you do something evil, then then I think things do change. You mm. you shouldn't be as equal. You shouldn't have the same rights and freedoms that I do, you know. But I think if you're just an average Joe or you know whatever, an average person, yeah, you you are equal. To me, to you, to the listeners that are, you know, whoever. We are all equal. But when we come, start doing bad things, you know, we become, you know, less equal, I think. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. You do something bad. If I had to put you on a scale, you drop down a little bit, you know. So I think we all start off equal, but it's just a matter of, what we do that makes us less equal hmm. than others. I don't think there's people that, you know, are greater than, you know, other than, you know, obviously when people go down a level, then obviously you have people that are greater than. But if if we all just lived our lives and did good the whole time, everyone would be equal. Hmm. The only people that wouldn't be would be the people that do bad things and they're not as equal. So it, this this is tough for me because I'm going to differ an opinion from you, so mm-hmm. shut up. No, that's totally fine because a lot of these questions, we have similar mindsets. But like for yeah. me, I always value – I find a lot of value in human life. I always – especially like you look at things like you have kids that do horrific things, but you know then they, then they change because they get older. Yeah. Like things happen. Like it's hard because – you know, it's not like there's a point counter. Like for yeah. every evil thing, it's like five points off. Like so, you don't know how evil somebody is. You don't know how bad yeah. somebody is. And and again, it's not my place to to judge. It's not my place to be like you're the bad person. Like it's so hard because I I value human life. I'll always yeah. do whatever I can to preserve human life. It's tough. You know, it's like the Batman question. You know, Batman quote unquote doesn't kill, but like the Joker's killed millions of people. Why doesn't he just kill the Joker? Yeah. And you know I. That's your morals. That's your ethics. So for me, I, I believe that every human life is important. I'm not going to get into the debate of when human life starts because then then we'll have some issues. But for me, I think if you're if you're a living, breathing person, you you have a value and you have something, you know. And obviously, if I know you and I'm friends with you or you know whatever, like you're going to have more value to me personally. Yeah. 
not to the universe. Just because you're my friend doesn't mean you're more valuable to anybody else. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. That's how you met Sean, though. Cause yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. But I don't know. It's like there's like the universe's scorecard and then there's mine. And yeah. who am I? This small little man in this world of billions of people and potentially and potentially trillions of other life forms. Who knows? Because I I love it's funny. My stepdad, he's very like he loves like the religious stuff. Yeah. But he also loves like that ancient aliens crap. And I'm like, you can't have it both ways. (laughs) It's either you believe in this. And again, that's like that was like my oldest debate with him. Yeah. Was you can't believe in aliens and angels. Come on. No. And now like. Yeah. Now I love I love that stuff too. I can't. There's <laughs> nothing fun. funnier than watching the History Channel all day, and it's like World War Two, all the facts, these things. Then like 11:58 rolls around, and suddenly it's like aliens built everything. Yeah, right. And it goes <laughs> zero to 100 the, the opposite aliens way. Aliens built the pyramids. <laughs> the aliens actually fought in World War Two. No, no. The documentary 40 minutes ago said they didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. They right. said it was robots. Yeah. Oh, why would you even do that? We're going to have a whole episode on why I hate robots. Let's That'll be a it. fun one. All right, where are we? All right, so we kind of already answered this. the next two questions, so I'm going to – they're just worded differently, so I'm going to skip them. All right. All right. I'll do, allow it. Does morality come from within or outside ourselves? I think we already I, I think we, we, we kind of established that, this with the – I think it was like the first or second question. I think it comes from the outside, you know, because it's not like – you're born I, – I don't think you're necessarily born with morals because you can't really think for yourself and mm-hmm. do things. So obviously I think it comes from the outside. It's just things you learn. And then obviously as time goes on, you're not looking to other people for your morals. You're, you know what your morals are and it comes internally. See, I, I'll, I'll mildly disagree with you. I think moral – everybody starts with that moral compass. You, yeah. Everybody is born with a sense of – right and wrong they may not understand it they may not be able to articulate yeah. it and i think it's just refined by those outside sources mm-hmm. you know obviously when you're a baby and you know pa- even parenting styles like every parent parents differently yeah well, there's some show on abc that's actually called like parenting or something like that where it's like 12 parents yeah. or 12 families that all parent differently and what's right what's wrong what works what doesn't like nobody's ever gonna be able to 100 no. percent say that but i always think like you have your moral compass and it's create like when you're born it's there it's just not yeah. spinning yet yeah so as you grow and as people like build towards you, that compass changes and it gets bigger and it gets nicer and it like changes and sense, you know, the course that you are going to go on. Yeah. So for me, it's a, it's a little bit more on the inside and then filtered by the outside. Mm-hmm. Is stealing ever permissible? Mm, Ronnie's like, what? <laughs> I, th- I think so. You think so? I, I think so. Ronnie's about to admit to a crime. No. You heard it here first. And yeah, right? <laughs> Just don't get me arrested. No, no. Um, I, I think so. So, like, for instance, right now with what's going on with, like, crazy inflation and all this stuff and people losing jobs and whatever, I think you got to do what you got to do to survive, you know, yourself and especially those that have a family. You got to mm-hmm. provide for your family. So I think stealing things in a situation like that, yeah. You know, like, I don't think you should be punished severely as if you're just doing it just to do it. Now, if you do it and you harm someone, obviously then, no, because then we're talking about something else now too. But I, I think if you're not just, you're not going crazy and just stealing, like, drugs or something like that but if it's like 
listen, I'm trying to feed my family of four and I lost my job. Bread costs $12 now or whatever. And I steal it. Okay. Whoops. You know, whoops. Yeah. All right. I didn't see you steal that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in those situations, eh, whatever. <laughs> so blase. Yeah. For me, I'm more of like the Robin Hood style of stealing. Like yeah. that's totally okay. So for me, one of the biggest problems in America is there are some people with too much. Yeah. Like just excess. Like it is – I have no problem with ambition, right? I have no problem. If you want to make something of yourself and you want to do something successful and you get that success, cool. I think you have a moral obligation to give back. Mm-hmm. There are corporations and there are people that made so much money during COVID. And yeah. then there are people that's, that are still suffering. Yeah. And you look at some of these people like, I made $10 billion this year. You could do so much more. Yeah. And not to not to say like if you know obviously the the New York the the lottery a few yeah. a few weeks ago was up to a billion dollars like takeaway yeah. like you would walk away with a billion dollars. Mel and I both one of the first things we said was we would give to charity we would give back like yeah. we would obviously create our own yeah. our own world and but we also like to think we do really good things with it. But money changes people. Money yeah. unfortunately it create like there's so many people that are like I'm gonna do this and then they get the money and it's like maybe <laughs> but like i would i'm not saying that if i won that billion dollars i was going to be like i'm going to give half of it away that's not realistic no right i would create a lifestyle for myself my wife my family my friends not you ronnie but that's um, all right i don't need it womp. Just kidding. but uh, and then create some sort of like i i wanted to give money to our local police department i wanted to give money yeah. to local charities you know char- bigger charities like all these things like i my wife and i talked about that and we were both on the same page which yeah. is nice but for me i think there is a point where people have too much and they should have an obligation to, to give back. And they should have it, – it's like the more money you have, the less morals you need to have. Yeah. And you know, on a conversation about morals and ethics, if you're making $10 billion a year, there's nothing – you can give people a million dollars over like what, a thousand times yeah. if my math is correct? Like that's wild. That's yeah. silly. That's stupid money. And it just – it boggles my mind. But again, that's how the rich stay rich. Yeah. And unfortunately, maybe if I was super rich, I'd feel differently, but I'm not. And it's not looking like it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, so right. I'm going to stick with my morals and ethics <laughs> while, while I'm you know, sitting in my tax bracket. Yeah, right. All right. Let's see. Is it ever permissible to deceive others? Hmm. Reasonable deception, I believe. A reasonable de- deception. You know, like we talked about before with like a surprise or, you know, like you're deceiving – if. If what you're doing has no malice, yeah, is is for the good, for the betterment, yes. You know, if you're doing it just to make yourself better or only to help yourself, then I don't think so. So, like, here here's a good example, at least for me. My wife and I are going to have different parenting styles when we have kids. It's it's inevitable. It yeah. happens, right? And I we her and I already made a vow to each other that if one of us parents in a way that the other doesn't like. It is not to be discussed in front of the child. It is to be mm-hmm. discussed outside. And that that is a level of deceit, right? Yeah. Like if, oh, well, mom told you this, so you have to do this, but I don't believe in it. I'm still being deceitful. Yeah. But as long as I have that caveat where my wife and I are going to talk about it afterwards, I think that that's a level of deception that's totally okay. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the Santa Claus debate, whether yeah. or not it's the right thing to do or the, I, I'm sure there are families like who tell their kids Santa's not real. Like, yeah. that's not a real thing. I, I bought you all those. Oh, my God. That would be rough. Oh, yeah. I would be very upset. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll tell you right now, my little girl, she's going to believe in Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think there's just something magical about it. And then also, you don't want your kid to be the one telling all the other kids. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Well, that's how it, I got told on the bus when yeah. I was seven years old. The kid on the bus was like, you yeah. know he's not real. I was like, la, 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 la. <laughs> You know, like, like you, don't, you don't want to have your kid be that kid that, like, at four is going around. Santa's not real. Mm-hmm. Your mommy and daddy buy you presents because that's what my mommy and daddy do. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, right. And then my dad came in the room. It was really weird. <laughs> so straight. What? Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> All right, go into the next one. Let's see. Should we judge acts based on their outcomes alone? You know, so obviously the ends justify the means type thing. Ooh. Yeah, it's a tough one. I I would say yes. You know, because. <sighs> Oh, damn. Uh-huh. Do I, though? Uh-huh. Shit. Yeah, you, you got to think about this one. This is going to be the last question, too, I think, so you better put some um, thought into it. I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say yes, because you, know, you, you got to see the total outcome before you can judge it, right? Just like if you're reading a book, you're not going to read the book halfway and be like, wow, this book's shitty, you know? Like, I mean, you're going to think that, but you're going to want to finish it because who knows? It could turn out to be an amazing book, mm-hmm. right? So I think you got to see what the end result is before you have your final decision on that act. Now, you can disagree with it at first, disagree with it during, but then if the result is a good thing, then you can only be positive towards it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think you got to kind of wait to see the result of the action before you you kind of make your concrete judgment on it. So I think it's tough. I think as a kid, you are very much against the whole ends justify the means. So like yeah. as you're younger, you're just like, no, you have to do the right thing. Most kids. I mean, who knows? I'm yeah. sure Ronnie was an asshole when he was a kid too. I always was and always uh-huh. will be. <laughs> but like, it's like if I. If I compete in a sport, like let's say I want to do professional bodybuilding, which, you know, is not not unrealistic. You know, I work out, I train, I try and eat right. And obviously we have a lot of friends. If anybody remembers, we did our interview with Kristen Sappho yep. earlier this year, and she professionally bodybuilds. But if I wanted to do it and I decided to use products like steroids or anything like that, and I win. Yeah. Did I – I didn't do it the right way. That's not the right way to do it. So I – for me – Yes, I won the competition and I probably look great, but my, uh, you know, with the exception of my groinal area, probably, because we all know <laughs> what steroids do to the male anatomy. Oh, yeah. But, you know, did I did I do it the right way? No. But did I have a positive outcome? P- probably. Yeah. Like, I won. So, for me, I think that the ends sometimes can justify the means. Like, if I have, it's like, if I have to go, you remember Christmas shopping, younger, like, yeah. before Amazon Prime? <laughs> <laughs> like the the amount of damage you did, like yeah. you you hear horror stories about like Black Friday, like oh, you yeah. watch videos of people getting trampled and all these things. But for me, like if I went Christmas shopping, and Christmas shopping sucks, it is the worst. worst. I will avoid it. I will Amazon Prime everything. I'll give people the printout yeah. of their Amazon Prime delivery. Just be like, it's on its way. Yeah, like I don't care. <laughs> Got you a dollar. Got you a dollar. <laughs> but. Like I would, I remember times though when I went out Christmas shopping and like you know you fight off the old lady who's trying to grab the perfume that you were trying to buy your mom and stuff like that. I'd punch her right in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> Not really. Stop yeah, guys, it. it was a joke. It was a joke. Relax. Relax. <laughs> they punch old ladies. <laughs> but 
you know, like to have your like your parent or your family member like get excited though at at the gift, like yeah, it sucks getting it. Yeah. But like that that end positive result, that's all worth it. Yeah. I think when people think the ends justify the means, they always think of like the worst, the yeah. worst possible situation. Yep. Like they think about like killing people or robbing people to get to some final destination. But like it can be something so small. Yeah. Again, I, I like I said, I think you gotta wait to see the results before you make your judgment because you know, to your example, if you did steroids for your bodybuilding and you lost Haha, <laughs> not worth you it. You suck. Yeah. That's what you get. You, you know what I mean? That's what you get. You know, but if you, it, but if you did though, if you, if I knew you did steroids and you won, then I'd be like, yeah, but you cheated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's why I'm thinking like you gotta wait until you see the results to to make your judgment on that act. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. If that's all right with you, Ronnie. You betcha. Well, heck yeah, then. So we want to thank you guys for listening. If you guys want more of our content, you can go to our website, themisfitfaction.com. You'll find links to all of our other shows, news, reviews, articles, and our store, which is definitely going to be updated any day now. Anywho, Ronnie, (laughs) you can also find us on all social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. If you guys just click the Misfit Faction, odds are you'll find something of our product anywhere on those things because we have some people that actually just listen to the podcast on youtube yeah. our friend brendan he actually just listens on youtube he doesn't <laughs> download the show there's, just so you guys know there's no like video it's literally just like a screen yeah it's, a, it's a still it. shot yeah but it's still the episode and uh, if you guys do any of those things make sure you like comment subscribe share follow whatever it is whatever platform you're doing and uh yeah, we again, if you have any thoughts on any of the things that we've talked about thus far, please send us a message, send us an email, whatever it is. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and we'd love to read a couple of them next week. Yes. But yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up. And if you guys are listening to, to this around the holidays, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all those things. Please enjoy your time with yourself, your family, your friends, all that. I said yourself, I know. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you deserve it. You did good. It's a healthy thing. Come on. You should always enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, on that fun note, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya.